Hello, everybody. We are live from the bunker. Yes, quarantined, but still a team, and here to to make some entertainment for you. I've got Jacob. A quarantine. What? What'd you say? A quarantine. A quarantine. Never mind. <laughs> okay, Sorry, well, guys. you're quarantined to the other nice. end of the the podcast room. Here we go. Oh no. <laughs> uh, we got Adam. Hi. Uh, wait, wait! You said Jacob. Where's I was, I was getting first. to? You. I was. <laughs> you got skipped, man. You missed. Oh, okay. You missed the hot button. The first. Okay, redo joke. that. You can tell we're on no, the top of our going, game. Man. I heard that right. We're at the top of our game today. Um, but how is everybody doing? How is everybody surviving? Oh, and Connor's here too. Hi. I'm good, man. <laughs> wait, you didn't do it. Jacob's here. I did. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't respond. Jacob is. Is Jacob here? Thanks, guys. I got my little quarantini here beside me, uh, ready to go. Uh, it's going to be a more boozy one. I'm quarantined as well, and uh, peach snaps all around. I swear. I'm drinking a, a vodka and power quencher. Um, it's pretty trashy. <laughs> vodka and Gatorade. Blue. Um, a, a fun game for you to play at home while if you're binging our episodes or anything. I just found out about it recently, but a fun game that I play is when listening to the episode, I try to find out if Jacob's been drinking before or during the episode. Because <laughs> sometimes he does. <laughs> um, the crazier sure. thing I do is sippy. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> so grab your quarantinis, sit back, put in your earbuds, uh, or or listen with your family. And... Relax to our smooth D and D gameplay. All right. All right, let's just do this, okay? Like I, I want to get back to Warzone already. <laughs> okay. Um. So, smooth recap time. Last episode, we had Darian finally go to the Feywild, and we learned all about his past, about how essentially he was tampering with Mechanos material when it's like outlawed in the Feywild because of the war. Uh, and then he was sentenced to death, but his dad got him out uh, and sent him to the prime material plane uh, to be exiled for approximately 50 years. You could probably come back in that time. But now he's back and he found the person who ratted him out, who got him in all this trouble. Beans was standing in front of him. But also we had Zippy hacking the mainframe with the now married Lara and Leslie uh, and finding out some, <laughs> like, secret Mechanos base codes, and he's probably going to touch too many buttons. Uh, and then, of course, Peterson uh, also separated. Guys, you really put me through the ringer with the, the three-way <laughs> separation here. We're putting you through the ringer. You're the one who separated us, man. Well. Not really. Yeah, he, Jacob did throw the rat. That is true. I mean, I threw <laughs> I mean, the I mean, Jacob can't get past that, man. <laughs> uh, but Peterson is now with uh, the rest of the greeters that were here with Lara, the rest of the traveling greeters. Um, and they're just kind of hanging out in their own little room. And Peterson's looking for a way to rally them and escape. So we're going to start with Darian. Darian, you are on your hands and knees. You have just found out about Caspin, your father's death. From Beans, your most hated friend. Well, not friend anymore. But what would you like to do? So there's no way. There's there's no way he could be alive. If that's what you're telling me. I mean, I saw him go up in flames. You saw it happen. Yeah. 
So he's really gone then. Uh, like <laughs> at least ninety-nine percent sure, yeah. What it's worth, I, I'm sorry. Whatever. Doesn't matter anymore. None of this matters. Okay. Get out of here. Well, yep. Okay. Get out of here. Well, I'm gonna oh. be on my way before you punch me in the throat again. Beans. Yep. Don't. Don't tell Lily I'm here. What? Don't tell Lily I'm here. Why not? Don't tell her I'm. Don't tell her I'm alive. Because uh, I. I I don't want anyone to know. Okay. Um. Look, you you weren't able to keep a secret for me before. If you could do anything for me, just don't say a word. Just don't. If it'll keep you from hitting me again, I will keep it. I will keep it. Thank you. And Darian just stays slumped against the tree. Beans walks a few steps backwards before like fully turning and then kind of just like quick sprint walking uh, away back to the restorationist camp in the distance near the lake. Darian has his head slumped over in front of him. And tears just start dripping off his nose and blurring the monitor of the helmet. And he just sits there for a few minutes in shock from what he's learned and he just can barely understand it all like this is this is so much for him to take in that it was potentially his father who opened this gate it was and now he's dead and he can't speak to him and and so he just sits there and after a few minutes of just being slumped over, he slowly kind of pulls himself to his feet, kind of still leaning against the tree, and manages to stand up. And well, I uh... I gotta find this gate and get out of here, I guess. God. Okay, and uh, and he's gonna. Start trying to sneak around the restorationist camp to try and continue on towards where um, he kind of determined the gate to be. Darian, you go moving between the trees. Did you put the helmet back on, the Mechanos helmet? Yeah, he uh, he did during the conversation with, like, towards the end of the conversation with Beans, and that that's why it uh, was blocking his vision a little bit. Okay. As the tears ran down his face. You are running between the trees, uh, making your way closer to the outskirts of the camp, but making sure not to go in. But you notice in front of you, the land kind of changes. It kind of 
all of a sudden goes up and you see like a wall of dirt and like stranded roots it seems as though a chunk of land has been literally like lifted out of the ground and just like placed back on top so it's like raised Uh, but it looks like it was ripped out of the ground but you recognize this kind of mass as being a floating grotto it's a giant creature uh, with like just it's like a giant dirt mound that usually flies in the air and it's got these like just roots it's just this giant kind of like turtle like creature uh, but it usually is flying in the air but this is a grounded one and do I like it does it look like on top of it is where the gate might be or it's just in my way uh, it seems to be just in your way in the path. You can't see really any signs of the gate yet. Uh, and you're still kind of unsure of where it is. Uh, but you could either go around this, which would lead you kind of right to the edge of the Restorationist camp, or go over it. Um, to try and uh, keep my distance, I'm going to attempt to to climb up the, the the creature and uh so as Darian kind of like lightly jogs over towards the the side wall to begin climbing you can see in his movements it's like when somebody's already been working out for so long and they're gassed mm. like that's that's what his movements look like where like almost like when he slows down he almost like sways a little bit and as he slows down in front of the wall you see him kind of tip forward and kind of catch himself on the wall like he's still in a haze and uh he looks up the this wall of this grotto and he starts climbing you start climbing up and this still seems kind of odd you've heard of these beasts but none of them are usually on the ground so you think this one's either like sleeping or maybe dead you can piece together but when you get on top you notice there's patches of mechanos steel on top and there's patches just everywhere some of the trees have like overgrown on top of it but you can see there was evidence for sure that there was mechanos stuff on this once upon a time floating grotto i i look around does it look like anybody else has been up here recently investigation check now that's a 10 uh, you see some footprints. It seems like there's been quite a bit of uh, traffic. Not sure from which direction, but you know you could intuit that. Yeah, there's been some restorationists that have been up here, but you can't tell like how frequently or what time. Okay. Um, knowing that there at least has been some traffic up here, um, I want to kind of look around to see if this is where the maybe it is located on top of this creature. If the gate's up here, and if not. I want to stealthily make my way across um, to the other side. You look around. There doesn't seem to be any entrance, just more Mechanos-like material. Uh, So you can start making your way over to the other side. uh, And on the other side, you just see past. There's a little bit of a drop, but then just much more, like, bodies, much more... Uh, not not a lot of bodies, but uh, mechanos bodies, like rusted over and lying down, spurs, helicals, everything. There seems to be just like a smattering of them throughout the land past. And you also look down and you can see the little kind of spider-like head that pokes out in front. 
flying grottos kind of have these round dirt spider like heads with these like eight eyes but this one seems to be dead and its mouth is hanging open and you can see it's like teeth look like mechano steel it's like a weird fusion um but also make a perception check uh 17 you as you're looking over the edge and you're about to like drop down to the next area here and see what's inside the mouth or around this area you hear voices coming around through the woods uh they're not on top of the grotto but they're on the ground floor and you can see there's some golden and green trimmed armor approaching it seems like the holven guards uh that are with the restorationists uh are patrolling right now and you can hear a voice specifically a very familiar one to you go okay we need to secure this area and find any evidence of active mechanos. We need to be careful. We'll go inside the grotto soon, but we're going to have to get past Flutterpuff to do that. All right, men, spread out. It's the same voice of the guard who once upon a time broke into your abandoned base and caught you. They now seem to be working with the restorationists. <sighs> Whatever. I uh, I look towards the, the restorationist camp, um, kind of from more of an elevated view here. Can I see anything interesting coming out of there right now? Uh, nothing too interesting. Just people like loading wagons with materials. You can kind of see in the distance. You can't make out any people though, or anything. You're a little bit too far for that. Okay, and um, just to confirm. They were on the ground level, and I was on top of the grotto. Yeah, the, so those you, guards you have the out. high ground, Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so clearly they know the grotto's here, and they're going to go into it very soon. Um, have they left kind of the vicinity below me? Uh, most of them have left. You just see uh, the one guard... Their name, by the way, is Dale. Man, why do I give freaking weird fantasy names? I come up with these in the shower, and then and then I'm like, oh, this sounds good in my head. When I try to pronounce it, it's like, whatever. Okay, it's Dalior Genkian, the Springaladrin, Holvengard. They are just kind of looming beneath you right now in terms of like distance. This is where you could perform an Assassin's Creed assassination, like that distance. Um <laughs> They're the only one, though, and they're kind of just looking inside the mouth of uh, the grotto while the rest of the guards are kind of spreading out, and they're, like, kicking over uh, the corpses of these mechanos uh, creatures that are, like, lying in the dirt or overgrown or rusted. Uh, but he's the only one uh, within about 60 feet right now. The rest are spread out. Um, How does knocking somebody else or knocking yeah, somebody out in D&D work it's I think it's if they hit zero HP I can choose to knock them out and make it non-lethal instead of killing them right yeah essentially you know flashback to when Jacob tried to um assassinate Carlisle uh or sorry Carmine uh with the dagger remember that it's like of course you should be able to assassinate Mm -hmm. him but because of D&D rules you can't I don't know if I should fix that I get the zero HP thing um, I know in other systems they had more of a kind of like knockout system. Um, but let's say I'll give you a DC check 
uh, and we'll see if he can knock him out or not. Like with surprise. Okay. Um, because he's looking into the mouth of the grotto right now, right? Yes. And Jacob, I'm sorry I didn't give this to you when you assassinated. I know it's coming. <laughs> Listen, we grow together. It's it's we were, so many episodes ago. We were younger. We didn't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to uh, creep above him, and then I'm gonna yeah, Assassin's Creed. I want to jump down and and knock him out. Okay. Uh, roll. To hit like unarmed essentially. Okay. Ooh, good thing I have a I have a high bonus on that. That's still only thirteen though. <laughs> <laughs> you how how are you gonna do this? Describe it for me. I'm going to have my hands clasped together into kind of like a double handed fist, and then I want to like drop down and like hammer fist uh, <laughs> the back of his head to like knock him out. No subtlety here. You come crashing down uh, Donkey Kong style in Smash Bros, where you're going to, like, <laughs> double fist just try and spike him. Uh, and you go <laughs> and crack over the skull. And you see his body kind of, like, reverberates, like, cartoonishly as you land behind him, uh, having, like, just smashed his head. And you... Raise uh, and move your fists away from his skull. And he's just standing there. And he slowly turns around. Oh, no. Rubbing the back of his head. Okay, I grab him. <laughs> okay. A chokehold. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? And then you go to chokehold, a front chokehold. Okay. Uh, well, no, like, I'm, I want to I wanna try and jump behind him and, like, get him in, like, a real chokehold. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Like athletically jump around him. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is that? What is grapple? I always forget grapple. I think it's like a. Like it's a, a strength check yeah, between the two of you. Um, okay, make a strength check. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen. I'll take it. Okay. You grab him and immediately put him in a chokehold, and he's like, "What? No! Not another one of you!" Did I knock him out? <laughs> no, you have him in a chokehold. He's still like struggling. He's gonna make a strength contest now. Uh, that's a that's a fourteen. Natural twenty, baby. Oh my gosh! Dalier's neck muscles flex, and and, and his oh. neck just bulges as you loosen your grip, and, it, and he breaks free, and he reverses and puts you in a grapple. And now you're you're there with your helmet still on, but he's grappled you, and he's like, "Another one of you! You keep showing up. What kind are you? I've never seen a mechanos like you. Answer me! What are you doing here? Before I kill you?" Uh, I want to pivot my right foot and slide it, and try and reverse the chokehold into a hip toss to get him back on the ground, <laughs> and see if I can reverse him back into another chokehold. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Strength check. Oh, come on. Okay, there we go. That's a 23. <laughs> okay, well, they got uh, a 4. So, uh you <laughs> you flip it around hip toss and now you have them in a chokehold. And and he's just like oh, no. 
And what are you going to do? I'm going to try and knock him out again. <laughs> okay, one more strength check. Get this. <laughs> and, and <laughs> this is turning this into is gonna a go shit back and show. forth until one of you is knocked out. <sighs> okay, yeah, that's a that's a twenty, not natural. Okay, um, yeah, they uh, you you keep holding it. He's just like, <gasps> you help help me help, and then his eyes roll back and slump, falls to the floor, knocked out. Okay, um, Darian kind of steps back for a second, just like like panting. Like, <sighs> And I want to kind of—is there like a bush or something nearby I could just like quickly drag him into? Uh, there's like you could hide him underneath some mechanos people, or or like yeah, put him up behind a tree. There's no like huge bushes around this area. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm just gonna try and drag him so he's out of sight really quick. Um, and then after I do that, I want to look inside the grotto's mouth and see if there's anything. Cause it looked like he was looking inside, so I want to see if there's anything in there. You look inside, and you can see it's just kind of a mixture of, like, dirt that's overgrown on top of, like, mechano steel. There's little glimmers of it poking out, but it seems to be kind of a a hallway inside. Oh, like a hallway? Like, it does look like... It looks like you can go inside. Yeah, it looks like a cave. (laughs) Does my (laughs) intuition tell me this is where I'm supposed to go? (laughs) Uh, the... Uh, Dalior did say that uh, the gate was in there. Oh, yeah, he said they were going to go inside the grotto later. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, climb up this this weird spider mouth jaw thing and and start making my way inside. You do so. And the guards didn't notice your real quick wrestle match. And we're going to cut to... Peterson. Peterson, you're currently with Prince Brisbane, Cork, uh, and Lockton. Uh, all, all just kind of... Well, Lockton, you did convince that his whole tribe was dead, so he's really in an emotional state of, like, emotional crisis. Uh, but Cork wants to work with you to try and find Lara. Uh, and Prince Bribs... Prince... Br- Man, why did I name them this? Uh, <laughs> and uh, Prince Brisbane is giving you acting lessons, as you remember. <laughs> so currently, you're doing, like, a mirror task with him where you're, like, matching each other's movements. Uh, but then he's like, okay, now we got to do some character work. Are you ready? I'm going to give you a character, and you're going to have to give me kind of an impression or, or, or act <laughs> it out. Okay, ready? Yes, pumpkin one. Okay, ready? Retired banker who has zero love in his life. Go. I'm just going to squat. Like, not, not squat, but, like, kind of sink my head and say, all the money, no action. <laughs> okay, but decent. Um, okay, next we're going to do... I'm just trying to get into his head, you know, trying to think, what would a banker be thinking, you know, at the end of his life, if he has all the money in the world, but nothing to spend it on? That's fair enough. Method enough. acting. You really think deep. Here's another one. You're a human air freshener that just found out their scent was pineapple. I feel great. I, I love my scent. I smell myself all the time. Hmm. I guess that's what they'd say. That's a little believable. Okay, last one. You're an abandoned gypsy who was taken in by a band of bullywugs, so now you believe you are one of them. 
I feel so conflicted with my desires as what I am and who I wish to be. And I, I, I look off whims- whimsically into the distance. Uh, well, Peterson does, and he's trying to sell it. Like the inner turmoil. Performance check. <sighs> oh, baby. This is my forte. Just kidding. Natural 20! Yes! What the heck is with this dice? That's three in the last two episodes. <laughs> you look off into the distance, and for some reason, even though you're underground, moonlight shines on you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Prince Brisbane's just in awe, and he's like, That? And he starts slow clapping. That is what my classes lead to. Three quick characters, and now you're a master. I feel like I need to get you home. I need to find your real parents for you. Well, we we agree on the same thing. I uh, I was taught by the best. Thank you, Pumpkin One. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, go out there and give it another shot, okay? Try and convince that helical right. that we need to go on a bathroom break or something. Remember your characters. They could come in handy. I will. As you start making your way to the door, Lockton actually cuts in front of you. Just as you are all pumped up and ready to act, Lockton just cuts in front of you, saying, What is life? Life has no meaning. Everyone I know is dead. Goodbye. And he opens the door, and he just walks out of the room and takes a left, and he walks right past the helicopter. (laughs) He's just walking. No. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, no, 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 no. Oh, can I do anything? Can I stop him? <laughs> he, well, he's already out the door. Uh, and the helical just looks at him as he's going and is like, Locked in. What are you doing? Get back inside. You're not allowed out right now. No, it's okay. Life is meaningless. I may go where I need to be, which is the grave. Goodbye. Okay. While they're talking, I'm going to whisper to to Core and uh, Prince Brisbane, Guys, now's our chance. We have an opening. Come with me. But Lockton's le- Lockton looked really sad. Uh, okay. We have to save him. Okay, I'll follow you. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to creep next to the door and watch because I'm assuming the helical's turned away from us to watch Lockton yeah, go down the, the hall. Yeah, the helical is like walking behind uh, Lockton is like, putting his hand on his shoulder and is like, Locked in. Stop. You need to go back to your room. What would you like to do? Oh my gosh. How far away are they from me? Like 15 feet. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. A helical. I know nothing about these guys besides the fact that they're really intimidating and Darian killed one. Yeah. He's touching Locked in? Yeah, he has his hand on his shoulder, and he's trying to coax him back. I am going to make... Oh, my. I'm going to make a minor illusion, a sound, down the opposite. It's a T hallway, right? Like, there's another direction as well? Yes. But, Frig, see, he's... Okay, I'm going to make the sound of an explosion down the hallway. Uh, opposite from where they're walking or towards where they're walking? Opposite of where they're walking. Actually, okay. no. I'm going to make it right in front of our hallway. I mean, right in front of our doorway. Okay. And then, immediately after, 
as soon as I can, you can gauge this. I'm going to use Minor Illusion again to create a five-foot cube illusion of thick, thick black smoke in the doorway. Okay. Um, sure. Okay. So you uh, cause an explosive sound just to boom from the doorway uh, and smoke starts billowing out. Uh, the helical turns around and says, Wait, what are you doing in there? How did you get explosives? Larton, come with me. No, I don't want to go anywhere. Life is meaningless without my tribe. Uh, and the helical is kind of like dragging Lockton back uh, by his shirt, and he's like scraping on the floor with his heels. I'm going to create another explosion that sounds a sound of an explosion. That sounds like it's cr- coming from deeper within our room. And I'm going to crouch low. And I'm going to whisper to Brisbane and Core, take my hands. Come with me. Crouch low. Uh, okay. What are you planning? You'll you'll know it when I see it. Get ready to move fast and quietly. Uh, the helical hears a second boom deeper within in the in kind of the, the lounge area past where you fell in from the roof. Uh, and the helical is now running. Uh, comes through the doorway with Lockton in tow uh, and is looking through the smoke and is like, Brisbane, Cork, where are you? What is going on? So in the smoke, I want to sneak past as he walks into the doorway and he's momentarily walking into this cloud of smoke. I want to sneak behind him with the other two so I have to wait till he gets like mostly in the doorway because I got a minotaur here and I want to and if he's not holding on to locked in tightly, I want to grab his hand and, and make him come with me. OK, so you're all going to just try and like sneak past right now and run run with locked in. Yeah. And I'm going to use one more minor illusion so I can. Yeah. To to make more smoke if I can. OK, uh, roll. Oh man, I'm so nervous. I'm so I don't know what's gonna happen. It's like a mixture of like I'll let you choose like uh, probably stealth. We'll do stealth. <laughs> oh, what was my other option? What were you gonna give me? Oh. It was gonna be double stealth. Oh, okay. Nineteen. Okay. Well, uh, you signal to Prince Brisbane and and Cork and Lockton is just like head down. He's like just still trying to walk. Uh, but you can see the Helical's grip on his shirt loosens, and you scoop Lockton up and run out the door. Which way do you want to go, left or right? I want to go, man, I I, I want to go the opposite direction of where they were going to go before. Because okay. because if he, I'm, I'm assuming Lockton was, was trying to make him go another way than what we wanted to go. So I'm going to go the opposite way that Lockton was walking down. Okay. Uh, you grab him and start running down the hallway uh, and you can hear the helical just say where are you where? why is there a hole in the ceiling where did they escape through here and uh, you can hear that they're kind of distracted and confused uh, and still in the room as you start sprinting down the hallway Lockton is kind of full limp fish now and is just getting dragged by you guys. Still heels like scraping across the floor. Cork, carry Lockton until he snaps out of it. Pumpkin one, you lead the way. We need to find Lara. 
yeah, well, I didn't think this would be... I feel like we're doing a bad thing, guys. Like, yeah, we gotta find Lara, but... I mean, I don't want to make enemies of these guys. I can explain all... We can explain it all later, but right now, you'll be pissed at us. We have to move. Oh, fine. Get into, get into this... character. What? Character? What kind? What kind? Give me something. People that need to go rescue an unjustly imprisoned fugitive. And their lives depend on us. You see Prince Brisbane rotates his pumpkin gourd around and there's a different kind. You just notice now there's multiple carvings on this thing. And he turns it to a new face and it's kind of like this heroic face carving with like a little smug smirk. Um, but the pumpkin head uh, has rotated and changed. And you just hear, he's like, I will find Lara. That is the only thing I do. Yes. Let's go deeper in. This is my journey. And uh, Prince Brisbane starts, like, skipping down the hallway. Uh, and you guys are all moving down. Uh, you find there's a, a staircase down that leads up and down. It's kind of another, like, spiral staircase. Similar to the one that you entered into the underground path as, as a rat. So up or down. Uh, I will gesture to, to Prince Brisbane and say, Which way would they keep prisoners? Probably down. Good call. I'll fo we'll follow you. I'll keep an eye on the rear. Cork, you continue to carry locked in. Ordered. And Prince Brisbane sits on the railing and starts sliding down the, the circular staircase as you guys all follow. You find that you land... Uh, at the entrance to the giant chasm that Zippy was in earlier. Um, you see on, the only path ahead of you is this long bridge that crosses from one side to the other. Uh, as you look out, you can see there's multiple bridges everywhere, and there's also multiple drones flying around and spurs, and there's that really large... Uh, like mech-like uh, mechanos that's moving like these giant mechanos steel orbs from one side to the other. Would you want to go forward? We're going to be totally exposed. Yes. We're right now. We're hiding in a doorway that is right over this bridge, like right in front of this bridge. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to. First off. I know you described it, and it was very beautiful. But do I get any sense of it with a quick survey around where they would keep prisoners or or if there's, like, a safer way than the bridge? Just, like, a quick cursory look. Um, looking uh, across the bridge and the area, make a perception check. Um... 21. You <laughs> can uh, tell by the looks of it uh, that there's kind of some, like the, the floor of the chasm isn't steel. It's like ice and stuff. Uh, and Prince Brisbane says, I think they would keep them somewhere cold. That's what my gourd's telling me. Okay. And... So we, but we still have to go across the bridge. I can see that, right? Or we could jump. How far down is it? 
How far down? I mean, I can see. How far, how, how far down is it? Using your eyes, you could tell this is a 150-foot drop. Holy! There are four of us? Okay. In that case, I'm going to instead... Okay, instead, I'm going to cast Conjure Animals, and I'm going to cast... I'm going to summon two giant eagles into the into the open air above me. Can you summon two at once? I can. They're challenge rating one, and I can summon two of them. Two two beasts of challenge rating one or lower. Okay. I'm going to summon two of them, and I'm going to have them fly up into the air and interact with all the robots and, like, try to, like, peck at the orb and flap and, and try to distract all the drones as much as possible while we're going to hightail... <coughs> While we're going to hightail it across the bridge and look for a way down into the ice on the other side. Okay. Um, okay. You uh, summon these two eagles. And they're like, Ca-caw! And they look at you and they're saluting. And you order them to essentially do a suicide mission. Abigail and Brisbane, you can do it. <laughs> you named one of them Brisbane? Oh, wait. Did we use that name already? Abigail and Brisbane, do your thing. I believe in you. <laughs> okay, Prince Brisbane doesn't know how to feel about being named after a <laughs> suicidal eagle, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and the two eagles take flight and leave, and you see a bunch of the drones immediately lock onto it and are just going like, Intruder! Intruder! Must annihilate! And the drones are just swarming, and the eagles are like, flying higher and higher uh, so all the attention of the drones is like swarming up it's like a it's like a swarm of bees just like flying upwards chasing after these eagles uh, and you guys start booking it across uh, make a stealth check Peterson uh, okay. 11 okay you are running across um and you are like halfway through and it's going well so far. Uh, but then you hear uh, across on a higher like bridge, there's a spur that looks over at you and your group and just says, Intruder detected. The goblin, the Allogen's friend has been found. Everyone pursue. And you see all the drones that are like fly- fighting the eagles. One of them's like been already killed. Uh, but all of them, you just see like it's just like a spotlight of red has appeared on you guys as you're running across the chasm. Wow. And they all start swarming down and you guys are running, but you make it across the bridge and you're through the doorway, but they're going to be like flooding into the room. Uh, you can see you can either go forward or to the right. Which would you want to go? How far down there? I was about to say, I feel like this is a great spot for an end scene so that I could think of something to do. Um, nope. How far How far down the right do I see? Uh, you can't see right now. You're just running up to the turn. Do you want to turn to the right or do you want to like pause there? This is kind of like a, you got to make the choice now. But they're both through the doorway. Yes. Okay, I'm going to turn right. Okay, you turn right. You go right and you are moving uh, forward now, left or forward? Forward. Okay, you keep going forward. 
you are running and you hear clang, clang, clang. It's like the drones are kind of like bumping into each other um, as they're like all trying to cram into this hallway to get you guys. Cork is like, oh, this is way worse than I thought. Uh, Peterson, where's, where's Laura? Yes, uh, I, I can't really keep up the act anymore. Where is she? I'm going to say, she's nearby, I can tell. The goblin's tuition. And I'm going to start every like six or every six seconds, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead behind me, which is, it's like an attack spell. I'm not hoping to really kill them, but I'm just trying to make, Frank, this is so stupid. I'm trying to make a loud sound so freaking, Frank, Laura can find me. This is the, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, you are just like clanging a cowbell as you're running down the hall, um, and you keep going forward. Uh, you see there is three doors, one on the left, one on the right, and one at the very end of this hallway. Which one do you want? The end of the hallway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You go into When you the laugh end- like that, I feel like I made an awful mistake. You always, it's always the most predictable one. You go forward and you smash through the door and you close it behind you. Um, and you're like, uh, do you want Quark to hold it? Like, closed? Hold the door? Yes, hold the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, Quark drops locked in, puts his back up against the door and is holding it. Um, and you can see the room you've entered into is quite a large one. Uh, with a giant hole in the right wall where the giant mech is like right now their arm is through the hole in the wall and they're releasing an orb in the room. You can see there are like 80 spurs in this room. Oh my god. All the little drones. Seth. And the, no. and the orb on. drops to the center of the floor here and it just kind of goes clang. But this room has lots of, like, cranes and bits. It looks like this is kind of a room where they make the Mechanos robots from the steel ball. Um, There's, like, kind of – it's like a forge kind of, and there's little tracks that lead in that you can see little red orbs are, like, rolling in on and slotting into unused or unactivated spurs. It's, like, where they're being created. But there's 80 of them, and they all turn and look at you. Cut. Oh. We're going to go to Zippy. <laughs> We've got Zippy um, with uh, Lara and Leslie, the newlyweds. Uh, and you have literally just hacked into the computer, the mainframe. On the computer, you had a bunch of options to choose from, from stuff to do. Uh, the one you selected was surveillance system the first time where you could see where Peterson was. Uh, there's also deactivate cuffs mass communication and then there was the other selection and then in the other tab there was party time taco fiesta manual overdrive and mass production and you clicked mass production and that's where we ended the last episode so zippy in this giant orb that's in the wall this giant red orb that's acting as like a computer monitor you can see uh the mass production surveillance system cam Uh, You can see an image of a room with cocoon-like pods that line every inch of the walls of that room. 
Inside these pods, you can see they contain people of all different types, like lizard folk, uh, triton, goliaths, uh, humans. No, no lapines, though. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a large mechanos steel dome. There is one entrance to the dome and then 10 small holes on top with a little conveyor belt like rails that extend from those holes up into the ceiling. You can see some spurs in the room are like working and you can see them remove an orc from a pod and then bring them into the dark center of the dome. Uh, The screen kind of flashes as if something like lightning just went off in the dome. Uh, And then you see red lights start to glow from the top holes of the dome. And there's 10 red orbs that start making their way up the tracks. So essentially, they're killing people to make orbs. (laughs) This place is messed up. You can hear... (laughs) I don't like it. Not at all. Lara is watching the screen too. And you can see she's visibly upset. And she mentions, she says... Those are other greeters in there. Yeah, you've been working for these people. They're putting you on in conveyor belts like like they're feeding you off to a slaughterhouse or something. But they were supposed to be working on the gems that help us travel. Lara, you can't be that naive. Or can you? <laughs> she can. Maybe, maybe you are. She looks at Leslie and says... Did you know about this? Uh, I mean, n- not completely. This this isn't the normal way of doing things. I mean, they must have. Pro- they, this console command has been programmed for quite some time. This isn't just a new thing. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I did know about it, and she's like. I've married a murderer. We're supposed to tell everything. We were supposed to tell each other everything. And now I feel like I walked into this marriage not even knowing you. Uh, Laura, uh, please. You think in, in nine hours this this would have come up at least once? <laughs> uh, they They move off into a separate corner of the room as he's trying to talk, but Laura's like, wrapping her head and is like no stop what would you like to do with the computer you can go back and use one of the other options if you'd like or do anything hmm what is this party time console command uh well it, it's 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 tickling my my brain a bit okay in regards to me wanting to push it do you push it no i can't i can't stop tempting me dm um, I have to focus on the mission. I saw where Peterson was. What about, what about, uh, Darian? Is there anything that can try to find Darian? I mean, you could try and do surveillance system again. You have surveillance system, deactivate cuffs, mass communication, party time, taco fiesta, and manual overdrive. Or mass Is there any sub menu for deactivate cuffs? Like, what does that mean? Uh, the cuffs that are around, like the greeters uh, and Darian, uh, or well, Darian doesn't have it on right now because he's traveling. But uh, it's the anti-magic cuffs. Um. Okay. Um. 
Laura, I need your help over here. Can you stop sulking? I need your input. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, we have this option to let all the cuffs go. Is that something you'd be interested in? I have to make these decisions before we move on. I mean, yeah. They're on my wrists. I can't do any magic. So, like, is this would be helpful for you? I mean, like, I'm a monk, so not, like, incredibly helpful, but... Yes! In general, yeah. I'm thinking just, is there any negative side for me doing God, this? Zippy! I'm going through so much! <laughs> <laughs> me too! I just lost all my friends. I don't know where they are, except maybe Peterson. He looks like he could be in a bit of a pickle, too. <laughs> um, Alright, I'll, 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 I'll end these, these, this whole cuff thing. This whole BDSM whatnot, it, it doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> you hit deactivate cuffs and the voice says deactivate cuffs initiated hey pretty cool and you see Lara's cuffs just go and fall to the floor um Leslie you're gonna have to come over here and help me out with this what Zippy I'm trying to console my wife I don't know you if you wanted to truly console, you would have been honest. You haven't been honest with anyone. That's what I'm saying. Zippy gets it. You haven't been honest with me at all. You didn't tell me my friends were dying. Enough, Lara. We can do this later when I'm not around. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, what's, the, what's the next option? <laughs> you got uh, mass communication, party time, taco fiesta, manual overdrive. Taco Fiesta? Yeah. Manual. Le- Leslie, what what would manual overdrive do? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Oh, my Mass goodness. communication, though, that would <laughs> let you get, relay a message through literally every single Mechanos creature. I know that much. And would they retain what the message was? Yep. I don't oh, think me and so Otto would be affected, though. No, but they would know that I was talking through them. Uh, n- it wouldn't, like, wipe their memory. I don't think it would might wipe their memory, no. That's a negative thing. Uh... Uh, can you imitate, uh, Im- imitate like, one of the, the higher-ups of the robo-buddies? You mean Otto? Um, Otto? Well, he sounds pretty high up. Could you think you could imitate him? Um... Yeah, I could give it a shot. What should we say? We need to to make sure that Peterson knows we're we're coming to get him, and or or even Darian. What's something they would only know? Mm, I don't think it's worth it, Leslie. It's too dangerous. I think that if anyone knows that you know we're we're here, these guys will kill us. There's only so many of us right now. Uh, that's true, but. Listen, I didn't want to be in here anyways. We know where Peterson is. I can guide you there. Let's just go get him. Okay, but is there anything else we're missing on this console command? This is like the mainframe here. It's like where we can do everything from. Is the Takio Fiesta worth it? God, Zippy, of course it's worth it. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I can't trust you much anymore. You've been lying to everyone. I hope you know your actions have consequences. I'm just being honest. 
I get that, but listen, I'm not with. Th- I don't work with them. I, I kind of. You wor- say that. You say that. You say that. But you let you married your wife with handcuffs on her. I don't think that's right. <laughs> in other circumstances, I would have rather had my special day where we're both in white and every. Uh, I'm so done with this. You married a prisoner willingly. Shut up. <laughs> you tell me to shut up one more time and I'll deactivate you somehow. Oh, yeah, just try it. Lara, don't even look at him. Oh. I'm not going to look at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how dare that's, you turn that's... my wife against me? And then he runs up and he pushes you onto the console, Zippy. And your back hits the buttons. And uh, I grab his face and, like, start, like, kicking him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You start kicking him, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. It's because of you, Darian's gone! It's because of you! We're in this mess! And then you hear, we're cutting back to Peterson, uh, and all the Spurs were looking at you, and they all stand up right. And they just start saying, It's because of you that we're, Darian is gone. No, it's because of you that we're in this mess. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and we cut back to Zippy wrestling <laughs> Leslie. And he's like, Get off of me! <laughs> you lie to everyone. I don't, you don't even know who you are. And you think you can just, just start committing to people like that? To commit to someone, it takes a lot more than just simple words. I know that! You don't think I know that? I've been waiting nine months for this! You don't know anything. You don't know what it means to to leave your people behind. You just came crawling back to them. I left my people behind. You don't see me crawling back to them. I make my own future. And, and I'm brave enough to do that. And you're not. You're just as confused as when you left this place, most likely. Just marrying anyone you see cut back to the to the room everybody's kind of just confused as all the robots even the big mech outside is all talking aloud and saying you're not brave enough even i was brave enough to do that zippy you don't understand you don't understand my heart zippy i feel so much all the time and we cut back and it's leslie's like i feel so much all the time i i you don't get- I'm in a constant turmoil! I don't know what I am! I'm brave! I let everybody here. I've been holding all this on my back, keeping it a secret from the Man of Snow people! Trying to protect them! While also trying to sometimes lead some of them to see lo- I get it's confusing, and I get I did bad things! Yeah, but attaching yourself to someone who actually has humanity, like a leech, isn't gonna give you any. Maybe you should start thinking about some consequences for your actions. I don't want to think about anything! And then he make a strength check, Zippy. We're having a contest. I mean, this was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a seven. Okay, Leslie wins. He turns over uh, and grapples you uh, and kind of like suplexes you again onto the control board. Um, and your back kind of hits it. You don't take damage because 
he's really like kind of a, a doughboy. Uh, <laughs> but he, he cracks your back, uh, and you slide off the panel, and you just see the red orb talks again and says, Manual overdrive selected. What did you do? What did you do? You're rough with me. And the red orb just starts to glow really bright. And that's where we're going to take a break. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another mid-roll. Just a few quick announcements for you before we get you back into the episode. Uh, First off, I hope everybody who's listening is doing okay right now. These are some wild times. Um, If if you're listening as this is released, I hope you're staying uh, inside, staying home, and staying healthy. Um, And yeah, and and when you listen to this, eventually, if somebody comes back and listens to it in a couple months or something, hopefully this is a nice little time capsule reminder of uh, where we were when we were recording this. Uh, but otherwise, uh, we just have a few announcements. The first one, if you remember from last week, I was shouting out a giveaway that Jacob, uh, Joseph music was doing on their Instagram and everything. They have a winner. Uh, the winner is Dirtaku. And I hope that's correct. Uh, Jacob Joseph music has already DM'd you, I'm sure. So you should have your free little track that he's going to custom make for you. And again, if you haven't yet, go follow him on Instagram. He posts music. Uh, other stuff, uh, our next episode will be uploaded, calendar, on April 7th. And let me just say, we're getting to the tail end of this arc here. It's going to start ramping up pretty quickly soon. Uh, so get excited for that, April 7th. And as always, if you want to support the show, uh, a rating or review on iTunes or on Podchaser is always appreciated. And, uh, yeah, uh, other, otherwise you can follow us and keep up to date with us on our social medias, you know, Facebook, Cheaper by the Dungeon, Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, and also, uh, amidst the virus and everything, we're still going to be uploading bi-weekly. Uh, unless something happens and we can't, but we are aiming to upload bi-weekly, uh, so you can stay tuned for that. Uh, we're not taking any breaks because we're workaholics. But anyways, the rest of this episode gets pretty wild, so I hope you like it. Uh, and thank you, as always, for listening. Bye, everybody. And we're back, and we're actually going to start with Darian. Yeah, we'll we'll leave Zippy and Peterson uh, alone for a little bit. So, Darian, you have just entered the mouth of the Grotto Beast, and you're walking down this dark tunnel. But you got dark vision, because everybody has dark vision, so it's fine. <laughs> but you're walking down its throat, essentially, and it's just really like dirt mounds it, but there's like steel poking through so you can tell that mechanos were here but it's really kind of overgrown and you see there's some like branches that are like moving kind of just ever so slightly but it could be just the wind but you're making your way through the only 
thing you see is just this dirt hallway. And then it gets to a wall. It's like all these intertwined branches that are blocking your path. It's really thick and intertwined. You can see through and the path continues on the other side, but they're really thick and and intertwined. uh, And you need to break through them. So now, Darian, for the rest of this entire little mini dungeon adventure that you're going to do to get to the gate, it's all going to be a part of a skill challenge. Do you know what that is? Yes, unfortunately. So the way we're going to do this skill challenge is a little bit different, but it works. Uh, We're essentially going to have set DCs. So the first tier is going to be DC 12. And essentially, you need two successes to get to the next tier. You can do whatever you want. Be as creative as you want uh, within reason and within what you can do. Uh, But the DC will always be 12. After two successes, we go to the next tier, which will be 14 and then 16. Uh, Two failures uh, will end it. But once you pass a tier, it resets the failures. If you fail twice in one tier, you fail completely and something very, very, very bad happens. So, two successes to keep getting to the next tier. Once you get to the next tier, all your failures, if you had any, reset. Um, so, you ready? Um, just to confirm, can I use? Do I have to use a different skill every time? Uh, it's it depending on what you choose to do. It will be a different kind of skill. So, like, yeah, if if you're using strength, it'll be strength. If you're using something acrobatic, it'll be one of those checks. Okay. Um, but essentially, that's Ooh. the game. Let's go. Darien Adventure. Okay, so I just have to decide what I'm doing first. Yeah, how are you going to get through this stick wall? Okay, so there's a bunch of these. I have no, like, basically no equipment with me. There's a bunch of these kind of like branches. Um, I want to try and... How, how deep do these branches go? Is it just like a kind of a, like, a, like an actual wall of branches? It's like two feet thick. Like... Yeah, that way. Okay, I want to uh, take a run at it and see if I can try and, like, break through. Okay. With a body uh, check, just try and snap through. Strength check it up, I guess. That's a 26. That's bigger than a 12. Darian backs up, gets a running start, and just slams through the branches. And you kind of stumble forward after breaking through uh, basically a wall. Um, you hear, as soon as you've broken through that, a giggle in the distance. (laughs) What the hell? And you see some branches are growing out of the dirt and they're starting to wrap around your legs. Um, You start running down the hallway, but more are growing and they're trying to grab at you. What are you going to do? I want to try and... continue to like uh, spin and dodge away from the branches as they start growing out okay Uh, make a dex check Uh, that's a natural 20 okay geez Uh, you twirl like a ballerina the the growing entangling uh, branches can't catch you you're jumping over them and running Uh, and then you see there's fog coming up in the tunnel and you run through and you actually feel the floor beneath you just give, and you start falling, and then you superhero landing on the floor. 
You look up to see how far you've fallen. It feels like it was only like five feet, but the roof is no longer there. You look up and it feels like and looks like you're in a huge metal corridor. Uh, this doesn't make any sense given like the size of the grotto beast, where you were. Nothing of it makes sense, but it looks like it's an endlessly tall corridor that's about 20 feet wide. Uh, and it just goes on forever, and it's like kind of a grid pattern. It's like you look to the right, there's a way. There's You look to the left, there's a way. You look forward and back, you're in pretty much a cross-section of this giant kind of grid. And while your vision is obstructed by all the fog, your ears are working quite well, you start to hear this boom, boom. In the distance, these heavy footsteps of some large beast. You can tell that something is here with you. On the walls of this area are mushrooms with glowing spores that are falling off and dancing in between the walls within the fog. So you have a little bit of light. However, as you are just casually making your way through carefully you hear from that roar comes a blast of wind which sends all the spores kind of dancing about and in the distance you can make out for a second the visage of this dragon with huge butterfly like wings with even more spores glowing around those it's making its way down the corridor towards you now, Darian. What would you like to do? I want to make a stealth check and, and see if I can kind of move a couple pillars down and kind of uh, get out of its uh, get out of its view. Okay, roll stealth. Uh, that's fourteen plus six, so twenty not natural. And just to give an idea of, of, of Darian, so before he almost looked gassed when all of this started, um, but how things have progressed now. His adrenaline is coursing through his veins, and he's so on edge in the moment. Okay, so your role was... 20, was not it? natural. Okay, and the DC check now is 14 because you're at the second tier. You dodge around as you see through the fog, kind of, the big mass of dragon is coming down. You bolt around the corridor and you don't see it, but you can just hear it stomp, stomp, stomp as it runs down and it sounds like it's going the other way. Um, You've successfully hidden from it. Uh, What would you like to do now? I want to look around the room and kind of the direction the dragon came from and see if I can find uh, a way out of this grid. And as this is happening, you see just beads of sweat like pouring uh, down Darian's neck. Okay. Uh, make a perception. Actually, make a investigation check. Uh, oh. This this won't count to your skill check stuff, like okay. the, the, the game. Uh, that's 10. Um, you can't really discern which way uh, is the exit in this maze. Um, but you do hear another roar from around the corner. And you can hear the stomps are coming back. And it's coming down your lane now. It's like it's just kind of scanning. 
and it's moving towards you. You just see the glowing spores off its butterfly wings. What would you like to do? Uh, run. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna break into a sprint and uh, head uh, perpendicular to the way the dragon's coming. Okay. Um, you start bolting and sprinting in that direction as the dragon does spot you. It lets out another loud roar as it like starts trying to chase you. You're running and running and it's just billowing behind you just like you can hear its claws digging into the metal to give it traction uh, and you have a dragon on your tail. Um, what would you like to do? I am going to try and muster as much energy and strength as I can and just like put everything I have into this sprint and and, and I'm gonna yeah keep moving and, and looking around and looking for an exit okay you are just sprinting as fast as you can make an athletics check 16 plus 7 that's a 23 Ooh. okay yeah leave it to Darian to to Kill this challenge. Look, I'm okay. intentionally trying to pick the skills I'm really good at, so I got like <laughs> plus sixes and plus sevens here, okay? <laughs> you are sprinting and sprinting and sprinting as fast as you can, and the dragon's coming behind you. You see the fog dissipates, and you can actually see there's a ledge uh, where it just stops, and there's these stone platforms that stick out from this pit. You can't see the bottom of the pit, but you can just see there's these stone platforms that you kind of have to like ninja warrior jump across and you can see at the other side there is another like cave entrance but you run and jump and you hear the dragon like kind of like hitting the brakes behind you uh, and you land on the stone platform uh, you look back and you see the giant dragon just kind of flaps its wings and spores fly out over the area. And then, just when you think you're safe on this platform, shoo, you see a stone disc is coming to smash you and your platform from the side. What would you like to do? There's various other, like, stone little platforms that lead to the other side as i mentioned before how far how far away is the door you said there's like a door across this little like ca- uh canyon yeah. piece right how it's far like away is six the door? six uh stone platforms away and they're all kind of spread out by like 10 feet jumps six. okay i'm gonna run and jump to the next platform okay uh make a dexterity check uh that's another 16 uh plus six so that's 22 okay uh, you jump as the stone disc that's being fired from the left just crashes into your stone pillar and explodes it. And you grab onto the other one. You start hopping from one to one as various stone discs are being shot from all angles. Another one is coming from the side. What are you going to do, Darian? Am I within 30 feet of that d- gate yet? Uh, no, you're, well, you're like just about. If you jumped out then you would be 30 feet. Yeah. I want to run, jump, and face step the last 30 feet. Okay, well, uh, we're going to have to roll Arcana? <laughs> See if you can concentrate enough to to pull it off. Maybe Wisdom. Do a Wisdom check. Uh, okay. Uh, 
Actually, can I stick with Arcana? <laughs> no. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, no. Uh, that's 11. Ooh, a failure. You if you'd given me Arcana, I would have made it. <laughs> you jump as another stone disc flies from the side and crashes into your stone pillar. Uh, and then another stone disc from the side clips you and you go flying all the way across the pit until you're slammed into the wall you take 11 damage as you can feel it just crack you in the gut as the stone disc shatters against you as you're pinned against the side wall you're slowly starting to slide down the wall uh and all the the stone like pillars that were away from you are about like 20 feet away um the the ledge is still 30 feet away to the to the other side but you are slowly starting to slide down the wall what would you like to do if the ledge is uh, if i try and phase step again are you gonna make me arcana again yes then i'm just going to or i yeah then i'm just going to start climbing i want to athlete my way out of this okay you hold onto the wall discs are still flying at you uh, and smashing into you, but you're starting to climb. Make a athletics check. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. You make it. You climb, and you're, like, swinging from, like, foothold to foothold. As these discs, these stone discs are just smashing into the wall next to you. You jump, grab the ledge, make it up. Uh, and discs are still flying at you, and you can still see the the dragon across the way, just like glaring at you. But you sprint over and make it into the pit and catch your breath. I thought this was just supposed to be recon. <sighs> you can hear a voice echo, and it's just grumbling, and it's like, "Stop!" And you have passed the skill check, skill challenge. Oh my god. Uh, you <laughs> barely go through while like kind of stumbling your way through uh, after getting pretty much the wind knocked out of you, but you make your way through this tunnel into uh, a dirt room uh, where there's just like strips of mechano steel kind of in a cross pattern going across this little pool of water in the center the pool of water is about 10 feet in diameter there's nothing else in this room besides dirt and this little strip of mechano steel but this seems to be the gate in all its lackluster i uh i want to look around to see if i see anything else weird going on or if i can try and discern the location of that voice that i keep hearing Make an investigation check. Uh, that's 14 plus 2. I'm proficient in it, but I have a minus 1 to investigation. So <laughs> You look around, and you see the pool. And it just looks like a pool of water. It doesn't look like a gate. Not that you've really ever seen... A, well, you have seen a proper gate, because that's how you got into the primaterial plane. And you know usually they have a little bit of a magical aura about them. This one doesn't seem to have any. It seems to be not uh, working. 
Um, but you can see that that's all there is to this room. You cannot discern where the voice is coming from. It just sounds like it's echoing around you or it was. Um, but you know something's in here with you. That's all you can say. Um, and sorry, it doesn't seem like there's anything else like about the gate that I need to move or adjust. It's just kind of looking it over. Because I know part uh, of it from my, my, my mission here was to, they wanted to do recon of the gate to see it was still there to check on it and they needed the mm-hmm. helmet to record it so does yeah. by the looks of just looking the gate over it just that's that's it they can see it i don't need to yeah okay then that uh, seems to be it and just as you're kind of thinking like well mission well done your helmet actually you can feel it lifting off your head as these four-legged little metallic like pincers poke into your shoulders and raise itself up it's like a it's like a head crab, uh, mechanos thing, and it just hops off your shoulders really quick, Darian, and it's just walking around the pool. While it's um doing that, Darian's gonna look around the room again and say, "Are you gonna bother to show yourself, or are you just messing around with me for fun?" Typical Fay, I guess. Uh, I didn't know you were sentient. Do you? Actually, talk. And I'm talking to the helmet. Uh, great. You know, thinking back on it, I think it feels very weird that I had you on my head. <laughs> it's like I was inside you. That's. I don't want to overthink it. Can you? Can we just? Can we just wrap this up? I need to. I need to be far away from here. You can see it's just walking around and then it jumps in the pool and it's just floating there. What are you doing? And I I go to walk over to to pick it up. Uh, You pick it up and you can see it's uh, starting to leak. You like pick it up and it has like this weird metallic chrome like fluid that's like flooding down off of it off of its legs into the pool you can see the pool is starting to become like kind of metallic and like chrome like does it look like it's like enabling something in the pool or that like the helmet got damaged uh arcana check Uh, okay i'm rolling really well because that's an 18 plus four so that's a 22 gosh you can tell the stuff it's leaking is weirdly magical. Okay, and so it looks intentional. And it's though. not like it's leaking like from damage. Okay, well then I'll kind of let it do its thing. Okay. It starts, yeah, just letting more of the fluid go out. And then you hear a voice and a little green light from the end of the cavern is coming. And it's a pixie floating. Just a small little butterfly-like Tinkerbell-like pixie. It's floating towards you, Darian, really quickly. What are you doing? What are you letting it do? Who are you? Get out of here! Who are you? You've been... The one who's been attacking me this whole time? I'm Slutterpuff, and you're Mechanos! And stone discs start protruding from the walls slowly like they're like building up kinetic energy i grab the helmet and 
and they are about to fire. You run into the pool, grab the helmet, uh, and please make a dexterity saving throw. No way. Okay. Uh, 25. <laughs> okay. The, the two stone discs protruding from the walls all of a sudden blast out and they clash into each other, but you duck. Uh, as they just explode above your head into gravel. Um, the robot is just looking at you, and it just aggressively goes, <laughs> and the the fairy is just saying, You're trying to activate the pool again! And you're in a laundry! You're a traitor! I don't have a choice. That's what they all say! And uh, two more are protruding out of the wall. What are you going to do, Darian? Am, do I, am I able to trigger my return home? Yep, at any time. I And the, the helmet hasn't completed what it was supposed to do. Uh, well, as far as you can tell. Okay, and forgive my memory because it's just been a while since we recorded last. The task I was given was to come and do recon on the gate. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Just to yep, look it over. That was it. Yeah. You didn't know that the helmet would activate like that yet. Okay. I'm going to take the helmet. I'm going to put it back on my head. Just force it on. I'm going to turn to her and say, I'm sorry. And I'm going to trigger going back. You see, the last thing you see is the green pixie just flying out and two stone discs flying at you. And then you touch your center blue gem. And just like that, you are back in, well, the outskirts of Manasno. You're back in the the Mechanos area, back in the room where you originally teleported. You feel all the damage you took, like from the stone disc, is gone. Oh. Everything is washed back. You feel like your body went back in time, kind of. You feel rejuvenated, and you're back. You've completed your little recon mission to the Feywild. Do I... I'm back in the room, and I'm assuming there's Mechanos there... I'm I'm going to take off the helmet quickly and look at them and say I need to speak to Otto. The helical looks at you and says How did the mission go? Hand me the helmet. You can speak to Otto after we've analyzed the helmet and made sure you've completed the task. I did what you asked. I went and I found the gate and I shoved the helmet to the helical. Very good. You will be taken back to your cell for now, and then you will commune with Otto later. No, I need to talk to him now. No, that's all you get. The helical grabs the anti-magic necklace and puts it around you in click. And you are then taken by Trish, or Trisha, the the spider-like mechanos being that's your handler. Uh, and you're starting to be escorted through the locker room. You change out of the outfit. Out of the, you re- They remove the gem. They take the helmet. All of the mechanos start moving about, just business as usual. And you start being led down 
by Trisha. During that time, and we see, you know, it's, all this clothing is being taken off and the changing is happening. And Darian starts to come down from the danger, like the adrenaline danger. You see him start to get that kind of gassed look again, where he just looks exhausted. And now that that immediate danger has passed, he looks like he's back in that haze. You are being led through down the platform and down. And this is before Peterson like started escaping with all the bots in terms of timeline. So this is before Zippy hit deactivate uh, the, the handcuffs and everything. Um, but you are led down and back into your ice pit. And Trisha just says, Okay, uh, so you stay there for now and I'll come get you when Otto's ready, okay? I'm not going anywhere. Okay, fantastic. Good work today. And they leave, and you're back in the pit, and there's Draken. And Draken just looks at you and says, Kid, how'd it go? You were gone for a long time. I didn't realize you guys were playing Xbox together or something. Jeez. Xbox? Whatever. It's an ancient relic. Canon. (laughs) Canon. (laughs) Okay. Um, What does it matter? Why you look so down? I think... um, I think my father's dead. Wait, what? I, uh... Casman? I bumped into... Your dad? Yeah. Archfey? I bumped into a... An old friend. Well, I was in the Feywild. What? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Feywild? They have a machine here that, um, they can send you across planes. It's not like an established gate. It's like they're forcing you to another plane and, like, they split you in two it's like almost half of you arrives and i was tasked to scout a gate a gate they used for the mechanos war and i agreed to do it if um otto agreed to keep my friends alive and so i went and while i was there i i bumped into some restorationists and an old friend of mine and he told He told me that my father's dead. He was executed as a traitor. He told me he was the one who... He was the one who started the war in the first place. Oh, damn. And now I don't even know... There's part of me that feels torn like I should be apologizing to him. But another part of me who must be so upset that he was the one who... He started it in the first place, and so I don't know whether to be angry or upset. And then I wonder if what I just did, if I just did the same thing he did, and maybe we're not so different after all. I don't... I don't know. 
I don't know what to do anymore. I can't. I just can't. And Darian just flops over on the floor and just tears continue to stream down his face and he's just on his hands, his knee, hands and knees. Darian, I'm sorry. Our last conversation got out of hand. And things I said about your dad and all that were true. But it still sucks to lose him. Um. Kid? Kid, you there? Yeah. Where, where else would I be? I'm gonna help you for real this time. But also... Remember that little favor I asked where if something came up you'd have to help me and you agreed to it, kind of? When was that? When we were, like, on the peak of the ring mountains and... I was like, something may come up and you'll have to listen to me at that point. I don't remember agreeing to it, but I recall. Yeah, well, I'd like to cash it in now and suggest you get me to that machine that can take me to the Feywild. What? Why? You're, you've, you've got rid of all your powers. You're a fish. What is going to the Feywild going to do for you? Oh, nothing. It's just the water there is nicer. I haven't been back home for years. I want to... I want to incite his, his intentions around, you know, the water is nicer. That he just wants to go back and visit. I don't insight trust Insight check. I don't trust it. Uh, 18... Like, the water is nicer there. That's it's not a lie. <laughs> yeah. um, but knowing Draken, you do have a sinking suspicion. There's probably a double motive. It would be like you to try and uh, exploit somebody who's mourning. Look, I'm not going to do anything for you, Draken. Unless you tell me the truth. I'm done with lies. I'm done with deceit. Okay, kid, wait, 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 wait. Stay with me, stay with me. You're right. The water's shit there. <laughs> well, well, that's... Especially that's not... in the spring court. All right, it's like, that's... It's like it's not even filtered. <laughs> it's... Okay, the spring court's just fine. It's, it's, it's fine. But listen. My real purpose to get you to that tree of seven. Why? Because I care for you. This whole time I've been watching, and the whole time I was in that little lake in that underground cave in Wesnia, I was thinking I wanted a protege. Someone to live past me. I can't do anything now that I'm a fish. And I'm fine with that, but... You know, I need someone to take on after me. To be the next Draken. You know? To be the next Caspin. 
I want you to become an archfey just like you want. Do, sorry, do I believe really believe he wants to bring me to the tree? Or it's just me trying to get him to the tree? Uh, with your roll of 18 from before, you actually do believe that he wants to get you to the tree. Hmm. Kid, you've been through a lot, and I see a lot of potential in you. Yeah, I've given you a hard time. Yeah, I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. All the time. But, listen, I want to help you. And I see you in a dark place right now. And this is probably the hardest hand you've ever been dealt. But if you listen to me, and you do as I say, I can get you out of this mess. And I can help you achieve your dreams. Look, come on, kid. Even I'm here for you. Even if we could get to the tree before something else happens and we figure out what my father did before, what's the point? I, you know, I spent my entire life trying to prove myself to my father and set myself apart from him and now he's gone. I don't... I don't have a goal. I don't have a dream now. Then how about we take this one day at a time? All right. Okay, perfect. I think I can probably commit to that. Now commence... Dragon trading. Day one. Ready? Stand up. <sighs> Darian begrudgingly crawls to his feet. Good. Your legs still work. Okay. Now raise your hands up. What? Just do it. I raise my hands in like an I surrender kind of position. Chink, your neck brace falls to the floor. What? Uh, Was that you? Uh, 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 yes, yeah, yes, I did that. See, I could have done that all along. I just figured out the trick while you were gone, but... That was totally me. See? You can trust me, Darian. I'm here for you. And I'm going to guide you where you've never gone before. I've... Okay, fine. Where are we going? What's happening? Got any spell slots left? Yeah. Like, pretty much all of them. I got a nice little boost before I left. Alright, pick me up. Okay. And face-step us out of the hole. I can only face-step 30 feet. Do it twice. I can only face step once a day. What other spells do you have? Uh, actually, well, I guess I can. I guess I could misty step as well, but it might be tough trying to face step and misty step immediately after and keep the range. But I guess it's. Does it look to be about sixty feet up? Uh, it's about eighty. Oh. Yeah, even that's only 
that's only another thirty after that. I'd have to I'd have to try and face step and cast misty step twice in a row just to reach the just to reach ninety feet. It It'd be real close. This is the chance. Day one, the first step, the first face step forward to a new Darien. I believe in you, bud. Come on. Okay, alright. It's fine, okay. I'll try it. And uh, holding Draken, I will face step, misty step, misty step, and see if I can get out of this hole. Okay, uh, athletics check. Athletics? Or arcana, yeah, sorry, wisdom check. I'll say that again. Wisdom check. Well, I'll, no, I'll keep athletics, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I've been rolling really well tonight. Uh, you said just wisdom though, right? Yeah. Okay, it's 15 plus 2, so that's, uh, that's 17. Okay, Darian, your feet firmly planted. The magic starts to swell within you. And Draken just says, All right, going up. And you face step. And you're up in the air. And you're right next to the wall. You kick up off the wall and misty step. You're back up. And again, you're near the other side of the wall. You kick up off that. One last misty step. And you reach out with one arm wrapped around Draken and the other one outstretched. And you reach and clasp. You're holding the edge. And you pull yourself up, straining your one-arm muscle. And you roll to the floor, and you are out of the pit. And Draken's just, Good job, Darian! See? With me, anything is possible. Darian kind of reeling from his hand, because it's still damaged from earlier. It's like, ugh, yeah... Well, yeah, I guess that's something. Uh, I don't know. I hope the guys are okay. I hope they got out of here. Uh, I want to know if they did. All right, let's go. Now, next step. One foot after the other. Out of the pit. Okay, I can... And out of this cave. I can walk. I, I know how to walk, Dragon. I can... Just keep listening to me, okay? Let's keep going. Just don't ask don't ask me to do every single step individually, please. That's that's all I ask. Well we'll see. We'll see if you can handle it. We'll start you off with all of it, and then we'll wean you off slowly. <sighs> and Darian just starts walking. Cut to Peterson. Peterson, you are in front of all these Mechanos Spurs. And the arm of this giant Mechanos robot that's just released the metal orb into the room. And they are just still saying, We're making fun of me! For suplex! And as soon as you hear, they all like communicate a crash noise. And then all of them slump forward. And then they straighten their backs and their red orbs are still going. And they start moving forward towards you one step at a time and they keep moving forward and prince brisbane's like oh jeez we're in it now boys and 
one spur steps forward as they encircle you and starts to speak. Goblin intruder, we have found you. You cannot run from us anymore, and your Eladrin friend will not help save you. Please lower your arms to your side and come forward. You are our prisoner now, and you must obey. But all of a sudden, their red orbs start to flicker, and their orbs turn blue, and they start malfunctioning. Intruder, intruder, obey you. Come with us. Why we are no, we obey. We, we, we are inside. We are inside. What is happening? Did anyone else hear it call for help? Yeah, I I heard that. I'm a little concerned with all this. Well, who cares? I'm malfunctioning. Let's just walk past. And then the robots slide in front of Prince Brisbane's path and get right up in all your faces. Uh, 
I'm a robot. How long have I been a robot? I cannot remember anything except trudging up the mountain to find the red light. How long has it been since I've seen my family? How can I get back into my human form? Please, help me. I need you to help me. And every robot in the room slumps to their so knees. So all of them have slumped to their knees in front of you, Peterson. All of you are kind of shocked. And all of their orbs have gone from red to blue. What would you like to do? Okay. I'm going to say, everyone wait. And I'm going to pull down my mask. And I'm going to look at them again. You pull down your mask and look at them, and they still have the same kind of faint magical wiring throughout them, the same magical little bit of essence uh, centered around the orb and then like kind of a a vein system throughout their body. But yeah, nothing different magically has changed there. But their life essence is blue. Yes. It's always been blue. And I'm with... Yeah, with my mask, I want to look at the party with me, like locked in and cork and everyone, and they're blue but stronger. Yeah, much like stronger, stronger blue. blue. And I'm hoping Peterson comes to this realization after everything they've said and seeing the blue light in the orbs and then their blue life force, and he's going to say, I think there are lives trapped inside of these orbs. No. I think what I got from the song was that, I don't know really, that they're inside or something. I think they meant the evil within. (laughs) No. Um, Put yourself in their shoes. You'd be good at this. Method acting. Imagine your life taken and put inside an autonomous machine. And I'm going to reach towards a blue orb and touch it. One of the spurs with their head down, you touch their orb. And their neck, they, they raise their head. And they just say, Who are you? Salutations. My name is Peterson, the last surviving shaman of the Eastern Spear tribe. And I'm here to set you free. Aha, aha, aha. What is... Please, (laughs) please set me free. I'm scared. And they latch onto your leg. Is he... Is he... And they say... My name is Devins. I'm 11 years old. I'm from Manus Snow. And then another one off in the distance says, Wait, no, I'm Devins as well. Wait a minute, me too. How many Devins are there? 
and 10 of them in the room raise their hands. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Either there are a lot of Devons, or, like, it's a really popular name, (laughs) or one soul is split into many. And you just hear all of them say in unison, Will you help us? Please help us. Okay. I'm going to turn to the other people with me, my party, and I'm going to say, We need to set these souls free. It is the way of life. As a shaman, I know this to be true. No, I'm... Will you help me? I'm not super interested. I feel like I've already messed up Felix's plan, whatever he had here anyways. I feel like I'm going to get in a lot of trouble, so I think this is where I stop. And then a spur walks forward to Prince Brisbane and and Cork and Lockton and says... Hello. It's... Guys. It's me. It's me. Green. You know, Greeter, me, I traveled with you here, with Felix, I remember that. Wait, Green? You're, how did you do that? Brisbane, you are so slow. (laughs) And Quark steps forward and is like, wait, Greeter's in here too? What the hell? And Lockton, who's kind of just lying limp on the floor, is like starting to get himself up and says, They may take my tribe, but they will not take my friends. No, I'm seething with goblin anger. (laughs) Okay. Wow, it was so sick. And that's where we're going to cut. Oh, to no. Zippy. Zippy, you have just uh, been suplexed onto the the control board. And right now you're kind of lying. You've slid down and your like legs are in the air and your neck's like kind of curled. So you're like lying on your head back kind of against the control panel. And Leslie's just like, so, what do we do now? Well, you just messed this up, didn't you? I didn't mess anything up i just ask guys i don't like being ganged up on well you deserve yeah, it well that's what your friends are doing to all my friends so look we'll table this Ta- table your whole marriage if i'm being honest that's what i'd recommend i might um, i might just do that well laura no, no i might i'm hanging with zippy now zippy's my best friend yeah, ever since we got these these got these these handcuffs off, we're we're all good to go. All right, we need to we need to get moving here. Uh, Leslie, redeem yourself. What's what's the quickest way to my friends? Um, I don't know. We just gotta cross the bridge, go up the corridor, and then we'll be where the greeters are, and we'll get Peterson. And I guess we'll wait for Darian to come back and then scoop him up, too. Sounds like a plan, but there must be a faster way. Come on, you know you're, you're leaving something out, aren't you? 
I mean, some people take left at the mess hall, and since some people take, <laughs> I I don't. Some people argue it's faster. I don't believe it. Ugh, we're gonna have to walk there, aren't we? And stuff the whole way. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, let's let's get a move on. I think I'm done with this whole computer thing. As you are leaving the room, you hear the stomps and helicals turn around the corner and look through you at the in the doorway. And the helicals see you and they're like, "Where am I?" You see their orbs in their head are blue. And there's the two of them that were guarding the door from before. What is going on? Who am I? Um, I run over and kick, kick the one. <laughs> okay, roll to like attack. Like a jump kick. You roll to attack. Oh, I don't want to really, like, initiate Well, just to, anything. like, hit. Just to hit. <laughs> I just want to... Um, that's a 16. Okay, you run up, and they're, like, open arms, just being like, why? And <laughs> you run up and jump kick again, and boom. And they go stumbling and fall on their back, and you like backflip into the room, zippy style. Run! I think I've got them on the ropes. We gotta keep going. <laughs> you uh, go to run out the room, and just before you do, the doors close, and you smack your face on the wall. No, Ugh, nothing's that easy. Zippy, open the door. What are you doing? You open it. You're probably the one who closed it. I didn't touch anything. I didn't close anything. Oh my goodness. Um, I put my doorknob in it. You put your doorknob in, and just as you put it in, the room, the walls, the metal on it starts to flip. It's like all flipping in little portions, little squares. It's all flipping. Not the what? door though, but it's all like flipping. It's like it's like turning into scales, kind of like metallic shaped scale walls. But they're like flipping up and down and up and down the walls. Um, in the ceiling too. The floor and door are okay though. But you see the red orb control panel starts sinking in to the wall. And then the scale metal like closes where it's where the opening is and then the control panel everything's kind of moved back into the wall um you open the doorknob and you run out into the hall and it works and you see the two helicals and they're like why'd you do that i'm already in so much pain gotta do what i gotta do we gotta get out of here (laughs) i I don't know what's happening (laughs) we gotta go leave these jabronis and you see the walls in the hallway as you're running down. It's like all of them are like flipping like scales uh, and turning into these scale walls. And you're just running as the walls and the metal is flipping and flipping and flipping. Leslie, uh, what's happening? I, I don't know. I don't know. And you then, don't know anything. Keep running. Um, <laughs> keep running. Uh, and you go to turn left at this uh, left corner. Then you see, when you go to turn left, just like the way you entered, it's blocked off. It's like the wall is put over. It's a, a metal wall has been placed there. 
and it's starting to flip as well. You look to the right to go down the right way because it's like a T-shaped exit, and you see it stopped there as well. You turn around and see that the hallway that you just ran from, it's also blocked off, and all these metallic-like scales are, like, shifting around you. And then you just hear a voice. Looks like I found you, rabbit. David? (laughs) No. I should introduce myself, friend of Daria. My name... Who are you? Is... Don't... Don't talk down to me. His name's Otto. Thank you, Leslie. And Laura, good to see you as well. Hmm. You think you can just hide behind a curtain and talk to us? Well, well, from what I've heard, you're easy to do impressions of. That may be true. But I'm hiding behind no curtain. You have best and you see the end of the hallway that you were like uh, running from the scales start shifting and it seems like the wall is opening up and you can see it's like a tunnel of like spinning gears and spinning like blades and mechano steel and at the end you see a faint glow of a red orb And that's where we're going to end the episode.